<laughs> so I went to the commissary and I tried to figure out what to get for food. And it always results in the same two things. Either pizza or this boxed meal called Evol, no, which is a combination yeah. of steak, rice, peppers, it's, and... It's actually really good, though. Beans. My go-to is pepperoni hot pockets and ramen. Mm. Yeah, oh, the hot good. pockets is where it's at. <laughs> I actually like the ham and cheese one. And um, so ramen your... is great because I can pretend I'm eating food while it being 40 cents. <laughs> <laughs> so excuse the chews because I'm, I'm currently eating. Uh, I my, my go-to is a bag of uh, chicken tenders. Ever since Gio showed me that, that has been my go-to. How we all work in the kitchen. Yeah, right. How none <laughs> yeah. of us make food ever. Our go-tos are frozen food. Yes. What yeah. can I microwave the fastest? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, makes total sense. Though. Well, yes. see, here's the thing. We cook for eight hours straight. For a living. And I think the last thing, unfortunately, that we would like think about is cook. sauteing garlic. Right. Yeah. To make something new. I never I'm surprised how few people understand garlic. that. Yeah. Like, I've been made fun of so many times right. before. Like, if I told people, like, oh, I couldn't figure out what to eat, no, whatever, I just bought something. And they're like, you better aren't you a cook? Yeah. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> See, in, so. an I- in an ideal world, I would love to be cooking at home. But realistically, it's just not possible. Not as a single person. Not as a single Why guy. am I going to cook all night and then wash all my dishes? Yeah. yeah. Every day. Yeah. yeah. Every day. Since I do that all day, yeah. every day. When I could just microwave something on a paper plate. Yep. Toss yeah. it. That's the way. done in five minutes. This is minutes. the way. Mm-hmm. And as much as I enjoy cooking. That's what we'll do. It's not we'll really do. my main passion. So. Yeah. 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 Same. So what I are mean, your passions? Oh, good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, let's get down to it. Oh, this is going to be about me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> say music. Mm. Music is probably my main thing. Elaborate. Um, Do you like playing music or listening to music? Lol. Um, mostly listening. <laughs> um, I have always, I've always enjoyed collecting a large library of, of a variety of music, but I also do like to play. I've just never, never completed a project, but it's my goal to actually finish something now. So, mm. oh, cool. So I remember you earlier. You were telling me you weren't anti, but we had a conversation where you're not into individual songs. You were into full albums at the moment. And if there was just one individual song that was good, you would not listen to the album. So, what is one album right now that you've been listening to where it's like <laughs> beginning to end? It's a great question. Really good. Mm, mm, man, I, 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 what a question, and I have an answer too. I've for the past like several months, I've been addicted to the album Dawn Purple by Yumi Matsutoya. <laughs> Are they commies? <laughs> I don't know, maybe a little. It came yeah. out in 1991. <laughs> yeah. Berlin Wall was still up. <laughs> so that thing's over 30 years old. How'd you discover it? In a YouTube video. The video, I was I was watching a YouTube video about this certain jazz chord that they call the Mario Kart chord. <laughs> no one, Neil. It's in all the Mario yeah. Kart games. I got it from Neil. Neil was like, oh yeah, did. here's how you play the Mario Kart chord. And I was like, whoa. And I looked it up and I saw this YouTube video and the YouTube video was explaining how the chord, uh, it's in Mario Kart because um, Mario Kart was just copying what Japanese jazz music was doing at the time. And then it had all these examples. Japanese jazz music is S tier for sure. Wait, is this, uh, did this Japanese group actually contribute to Mario Kart? Mm -mm. Oh no. Okay. No, no. They were part of the sound that influenced Mario Kart. Mm. There's a a friend of mine who was all into Japanese jazz and we started playing it from me i'm like this is like from mario kart now that makes sense yeah. yeah wow yeah i've been joking with people that currently my taste in music is like unironically squidward because <laughs> that's basically <laughs> what? what like like because you know squidward listens to like smooth jazz oh yeah <laughs> has this made you a better person ironically you know i can't understand <laughs> I, what <laughs> <laughs> 
proceeds to answer. Yeah. <laughs> what is a good person? Yeah. Really? What is a yeah, good person? Yeah, yeah. Does not well, question the question. <laughs> I can't understand the lyrics for the most part, but I would like to think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's there's something about like <clears throat> a certain era of Japanese music, like that seventies what is it called again? Kaoyukyoku? Yeah, that. Yeah. That's a really great era. It is. It was like disco mm-hmm. kind of funk mm-hmm. yeah. mixed with like slight jazz roots, mm-hmm. you know, funk jazz, classical mm-hmm. Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, stuff. they still play that stuff all the time. Well, I mean, I guess it's the equivalent to us playing, I don't know, um, Hall and Oates at your everyday sports bar. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that era of music is still very much alive in Japan. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I appreciate it's it. It's like the oldies here. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So those are some of Gabe's passions. We'll now turn to Julian. What are some of the passions that Julian Ross? pursues in his leisure time um i like podcasting (laughs) (laughs) i like music too um been trying to produce a little bit more just been fun um oh i appreciate that because i feel like you haven't really done much creatively in a while i haven't it's been a long time a creative julian is a julian that i like so if i wasn't creative you would hate me Uh, put it that way (laughs) (laughs) i was looking for the expression yeah you hit the nail on the head right (laughs) Yeah, yeah it's been fun um, Who do you produce with? Right now, we're kind of doing Neil and Jake and Gabe and like James. Just kind of an impromptu band. Yeah. Not really sure where it'll go, but it's a lot yeah. of fun so far. Yeah. What are Blake's passions? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, honestly, you don't really have many passions. Just yes, you do. Adult life. <laughs> My passion is adult life. Yeah. <laughs> Just adulting. Yeah, that Just living. sounds about right. Blake is, the biggest, Blake is the biggest vibe in this room. So well, to anybody sure. listening to this podcast, uh, let's let's describe Blake a little bit. I'm kind of scared right now. Uh, he just dripping with Pennsylvania. Yes. <laughs> I think when I came to this place, Blake was one of the first people that was like, man, this guy has a really good perspective on life in general. I feel like you can tell that from his self-depreciating jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and as they quickly got to know me, they're like, he actually thinks so. Yeah. <laughs> He's not joking. Oh, no. Yeah. Let's do a podcast and do an intervention with him. You know, there's just so much in this world to care very highly about. And there's a lot of stuff that you really don't have to care about at all. Mm, that's how I live my life. <laughs> as you can tell, I just don't care. Blake knows when not to care. Which is always. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of like my passions recently. I got my brother to come up here a few weeks ago. We went to the New York Comic Con. We got really? to dork out. Oh, yeah. That's which cool. I don't normally dork out, but I actually kind of did for that. It was cool, exciting cool. to see. What so. did you see? Who was there? What interest? What explain it in great detail? So it was just crazy to see people that worshipped <laughs> any movie that we watched. <laughs> we met this one guy who was dressed up as Poe Dameron, which I was like, who would okay. want to be oh, wow. Poe Dameron? Man. And I was like, oh, so that's pretty cool cosplay. Like, can I get a picture with you? So I get a picture with him. He gives me a card that he makes with a picture of himself. <laughs> what? <laughs> TV8, and then I proceed to ask him, like, you know, where he's from, how to get to New York, to the Comic Con, and he tells me that he's from Seattle. And I asked him how long it took him to put his costume together. He says it took to him podcast right full now. day, a f- like full days for like ten weeks straight. He's working eight to ten hours every wow. day on this costume, and he just worshipped Oscar Isaac. And he's like, I've been looking to find a meet and greet with him. This is the first event he's ever had where it's a meet and greet. So I flew all the way out here, spent all this money, to, dressed up as him to officially meet him. Wow. wow. That's something else. And it just made me think, this dude's a complete loser. <laughs> <laughs> to worship Oscar 
Isaac. Like he's not really in any good movies. Like he's a cool dude, yeah. but like yeah. Oscar Isaac, are you serious? That's what's running through your head while yeah. you're shaking this guy's hand. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and he was by himself is the yeah. crazy thing. He flew all the way from Seattle yeah. by himself, yeah. just Can in this corner, this smiling, kid. taking pictures with little kids, <laughs> being Podameron. You know, Comic-Con is the one and only place in the world where you can actually feel guilt-free about your guilty pleasures in life. Like, you know all these guys dress up in their room when nobody's around. <laughs> and they look at themselves in the mirror and they say, man, if only this was socially acceptable. They think they're them. They literally think they're that person that they're dressed up as. Which, you know, if something is socially acceptable or another thing is, that's completely up to them as a person. But I love seeing that kind of stuff. I do too. It's like when you, it's like going it's to, the, like going so to the city and like people watching or something, you yeah. just see some, some very interesting people and you're like, well, I would never wear that, but that's actually pretty sick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I dressed up as Spider-Man to Comic-Con one year. Ooh. Oh. We're at which Comic-Con? It was Ooh. the worst one ever. Like it was, was it like, a local one or like a big one? It was a local one. one. It was like yeah. in San Antonio, Texas. It was, I mean, it was the big one for the city and it was actually pretty big, but I just like went all out. How old were you? I was like 15. 15? <laughs> do you have pictures of yourself in this I costume? I do. I do. Oh, we got to see this. I think Gabe hit the nail on the head. I think my biggest passion is just like people watching at this kind of stuff because I don't like necessarily huge crowds. It does make me a little nervous when I go to the city, but just like watching mm -hmm. people is mm -hmm. incredible. It is. Mm -hmm. And just thinking, where did you come from and become this kind of person? <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's insane. And just thinking how many people are in the world. It's like, oh, this is just a few thousand, but there's like billions mm -hmm. of people who are like this. Mm -hmm. cool. Not necessarily like this, but they have different passions, different things that mm -hmm. made them who they are. I don't want to sound cheesy or anything, but like when I'm in those kind of situations, like when I'm in the city or just like large events or anything like that, you know, I, I just kind of think like, man, I just, I love humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Something else. Check that out. Oh, oh actually pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you make that? No. That's a pretty legit costume though. Yeah. Not bad. How much did like, that thing cost? It was like 50 bucks. It was the worst thing in the world. That's like pretty good though. Spider-Man costume. Yeah, it was like so like uncomfortable and like faces quite bad. <laughs> yeah, for our listeners, he like, was in the, the Tobey Maguire costume. Look at the face. Check that out. It's like, like how like Spider-Man disproportioned the eyes are. <laughs> like one eye is significantly smaller in ratio. <laughs> Did anyone take pictures with you? Like they wanted to get pictures with you? Oh uh, yeah, a few. You hey, know. There you go. It was cool. Yeah. It was just an excuse to let go loose. Nuts. Yeah, go crazy. <laughs> when have you gone crazy, Julian? I've actually always been crazy. That's my Whoa. secret. <clears throat> mm. When That's have you, one thing I believe. When have you been normal? Never. Never. I mean, who of us hasn't pretended to be normal at some point? And then you just realize you just can't in like keep in like doing middle school it. and high school. And, yeah. <laughs> I think it's interesting that everyone has like that own little environment that they have where they just like let loose and go crazy. Like this one environment, I'm just going to be whatever I am. Yeah. So for me, it's like sporting events. And I don't care too much about what people around me think. That's great. Yeah. yeah. yeah you got to have that. Does music do that for you? That's where it's just kind of like, I don't know, like you just let loose and you're cool with whatever. I would say so. I'd say, I mean, I'd say there's a couple, there's a couple like things like, you know, um, yeah, good, yeah, good music is one of those things, you know, if I'm around the right people. I think people is the key. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that can, you know, that can handle the real me. <laughs> Um, Same. Yeah, no one, something. everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. What is the real us? What is it, the least inhibited one? Like the one we're not trying to be something else? Isn't there a psychological name for that? I don't know. Uh, actually, here's a question. So do you feel, so like Gabe said, you have like your core group of friends that you feel like you can just do whatever. I know 
no inhibitions. You can be let free. Do you feel more free with them than by yourself? Or do you feel like by yourself you can be who you want to be? I, I think um, when you're with people that you feel close with, that's when you can be the closest to when you are by yourself. That's what I would mm. say. Yeah. I think there are people that bring things out in you. Mm. Like, but that could be a different person each time. Hmm. You know? That's true. Like, yeah. for me personally, I get a lot more energy by being with people. Like, Same. being around people, like, I get energy from being around them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel more motivated. Like, I get more energy being around people. And when I'm around people, I get more energy. Yeah. And when I'm around more people, <laughs> I get more energy. <laughs> so people bring the energy. <laughs> I, and I just feel like, yeah. Um, so I'm definitely an extrovert, too. I would, I would I would agree with you. You would say you're an extrovert. I would really? say so. Wow. Mm-hmm. What about you, Julian? Are you an extrovert? Uh, I don't believe in introverts or extroverts. I don't think they exist. I kind of semi agree with that's that. That's an excellent philosophy. <laughs> I only just recently decided to classify myself, and that's only because, just like what Aaron was saying, mm-hmm. if when I'm as much as I enjoy doing stuff alone, you know. Like just doing whatever, being alone. I um, I I lose energy that way. Mm. Isolate, oh, isolated. I yeah. I will get like I'll go crazy after too long. Oh, that's interesting. But on the other hand, I get kind of a charge from being with people. So I've never heard it described that way actually, but that's pretty cool. But what you were saying though, I would say, as comfortable as I do feel around like you guys and a lot of my closest friends, definitely yeah. There's definitely still some like thoughts I don't really share with anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So I would say not not a hundred percent. Once I find someone I can t- tell all that stuff to, yeah, I'm probably gonna marry her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll say this: I've never found any one person where I could share like everything with. Mm-hmm. But I think I do have multiple close friends where, as a composite, I'm yeah, able to share Together. everything. Oh, with. Yeah, that makes yeah. total sense to me. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true too. Combined, I think I've been able to share the majority of my thoughts. I'd say like. 98%. Yeah. There's still a few thoughts that, you know, it's just between you and God. Yeah, yeah. But I'm you probably around God. there too. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Man, this got deep real fast. Yeah, is this normally how these go? Nope. Oh, man. <laughs> you guys are deep thinkers, it seems like. Are there more superficial topics we should stick to for the audience that would be safer listening topics? No, I, I think uh, as as they're driving in their car, they will listen to whatever we have to talk about because they're so desperate. So where are these people driving to when they're listening to us? Where, where could they be going? And why are they listening to us? Yeah. Don't they have something better to do? Uh-huh. <laughs> Here's food. Oh, look. Aaron brought us food. Oh, and there's food now here. Yeah. Uh, whoever is miserable alone driving, listening to this, cannot partake of. But yeah, we have food Just imagine us partaking of God pizza him. and drinks yeah. and having a good time. Yeah, and you're not. We're sorry that you're you. And not <laughs> us. Because we're, we're better than you. <laughs> Just remember that. Yep. Yeah. So I was trying to come up with some topics before coming here because I was coming <laughs> into the dark and Julian's just like, talk about sports. But like, I didn't we're say not sports. sports. You did say sports. I, I asked you specifically oh. you several times said sports. I did. So I'll give you guys one sports story because it's going to lead to another topic of conversation. Okay. So this more has to do with a parent teaching a lesson that backfires. So for me, when I was younger, I first got into football, was watching the Steelers. And I never watched them lose. And it was a playoff game and it looked like they were about to lose. I was super young, had not experienced losing yet. So I turned the TV off. Had not experienced losing yet. <laughs> no, so the Steelers that year won like 
14 games in a row. So I had never seen them lose. So I was like, yeah, let's go. So I saw them about to lose and a little tear went down my eye and I little Blake turned the TV off. Oh, and my dad's like, no son of mine is ever going to grow up, become a sore loser and a whiner. You turn that TV back on and watch them lose. So I turned the TV back on. The Jets went to line up for a field goal and they missed the field goal. The Steelers won the game. And I thank my dad for teaching me that lesson to stick with them to the end. You're like, and I still haven't experienced losing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they actually lost miserably the next week, but for that whole oh. week, I kept like laughing at my dad. That's yeah. pretty so hilarious. it backfired in his face. So have you guys ever had a lesson someone tried to teach you that just backfired in their face? Mm. Nobody's ever tried to teach me anything. Yeah, <laughs> it might have been more self-imposed. I don't think so. No, I mean, there's probably been times when someone has tried to teach me a lesson and I've purposely made it backfire because I didn't want to <laughs> <laughs> learn. Want to learn. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to not to. Yeah, <laughs> I was never like. Like, I wanted to be, at, like, into sports growing up, but I never could for some reason. I don't know. It was just, maybe it was just, like, the surrounding I was my in. Like my family Yeah, my, my family, my parents were never into sports. I mean, my dad was kind of into basketball. Yes. Yeah, and I was kind of into basketball. But it was never Watch to it. the point where I was like, hey, let's watch a game. Or, like, hey, let's go yeah. to a game. Or, hey, let's, like, let's play a game, you know? My family's not that like that either. My brothers are really into basketball. And at one point, my dad and my brothers and I went to a, a, a game at Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. And that was really fun. Oh, cool. Yeah. But overall, I wouldn't say we're super into it. And before my brothers got into basketball, our whole family kind of had a NASCAR phase, which That's I also cool. was never really into. But yeah, that but that was, that was that was kind of cool. I mean, we watched a few races on TV. They were yeah, pretty exciting. Yeah, I, I do a, like races. I like NASCAR. Races. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I was a I was a Jimmy Johnson fan, as were most of us. Yeah, he just like won every race for some reason, <laughs> and, and <laughs> so we just bandwagoning. But like my, it's funny because my little cousin, he's like thirteen now, but he would have been you know several years younger back then and um 12 yeah yeah he he used to have this thing Six. he used to have this this Teen. thing where if he got overly excited he would throw up <laughs> and and so like so so like he like we would go over to my cousin's house and like my brothers and my cousin would be like running around and then we'd hear my aunt call down from upstairs because you're we always playing in the basement she would be like boys could you guys calm down a little bit Sawyer just threw up <laughs> <laughs> but um so this one time we we were watching perfectly right what's that i can visualize that perfectly yeah 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 so so this one time we were um watching a nascar race on tv and of course it, it was like the it was like the championship or something and jimmy johnson won and and, and so and and my cousin was like yeah jimmy johnson yeah <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> we did go to one race in person too at Michigan International Speedway. That's awesome. I think part of the reason why I wasn't really that much in sports too was because I had asthma and it was bad. Like, and I think I wanted to play sports too. Like, I wanted to play. Like, you have that, yeah. Like into mm-hmm. basketball, but like I really couldn't at that time as a young kid because like I would just start wheezing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, like, like I could now, but I'm like I was like prescribed all these medi- medications. Like uh, there was like a nebulizer that I had to take. Yeah, I did that. And so I've probably told you this story before julian in fact i probably told everybody here but for the listeners they probably haven't heard this story but um i used to have this thing called a nebulizer and if you have asthma you you pretty much know what it is it's like a machine that you hook up it's like a square box thing sometimes they come in like a panda for some reason Um, and chinese model yeah you hook it up and it comes in like a tube and it basically it just um distributes a certain kind of formula that you inhale and you put it over your your face it's like a face mask and you like breathe it in 
It looks like you're like on some kind of like morphine it, or something. It's like an inhaler, but like continuous and yeah. less intense, I guess. It's actually more intense. More intense? Oh, yeah. Um, you put a few droplets of the medication into the little compartment and it just distributes <laughs> it into your lungs basically to clear yeah. out any kind of, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, it takes away the asthma. Right. So, I was on that for a long time and that medication has steroids in it. Yeah. Very high steroid content. So, steroids would always make me like jittery. I was also a little chubby because of it, you know, steroids and stuff. But it would always make me jittery whenever I took it. Yeah. Like, it would make me want to like run really fast or like do something really fast. So, I had this video game called uh, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. It was like... It's a good game. It is a great game. Fantastic game. I think it's one of my favorite games of all time. But I think it was one of the hardest games of all time. It's difficult. Because it's an RPG style game where, you know, you roam about and stuff and it's like a turn-based battles and stuff like that. And so the final boss was Dark Bowser. And you had to defeat him by pressing B on the <laughs> DS continuously at a rate of speed that I could not achieve. And so every time... You're like... I, every time... I, every time... Every time I played it, I would like press B continuously and it would never work. I was like never fast. I didn't have that kind of rudimentary speed on my right thumb. <laughs> so I put two and two together and I realized that the nebulizer will help me go faster. <laughs> <laughs> so I went on the nebulizer, did it a slightly extended period of time, inhaling that trash. And I beat Dark Bowser. Yes. That's how you beat Dark Bowser. That's amazing. Took steroids to beat a video game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nebulizer sales after this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Esports players now just have like, they just have like masks on and like. <laughs> yeah. Like while they're playing. <laughs> it's like banned by the Olympics. That's amazing. You might be setting a trend here. How old were you when you finally. Nintendo doesn't want asthma? you to know this trick. I stopped taking any medication probably around 11 years old, 12 years old. For some reason, I think it had to. To do with where we live too because it was like carpet we lived with my grandparents for a little bit and i don't know something about their house that triggered my asthma mm. i think it was it like was mold in the walls or something something like yeah. that i don't know because then we moved out of their house and it started to go away yeah i don't know if that had anything to do with the, it there was an older sister back home who was otherwise healthy but the house that she lived in just she was always getting sick and always coughing yeah turned out there was black mold in the house oh my oh, god and then yeah. when and and then when her and her husband moved she got well, yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, it's not just mold, black mold. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because well, black it, is. It, bad. I mean, it actually is the it worst. Yeah, but <laughs> mold with no rights. <laughs> wow, mold that grows in the back of the house. <laughs> yeah, I don't really pay attention to why things happen to me, but like I had asthma and then I didn't, and now I don't. It's funny how that works. I think maybe when you're younger, you just finally outgrow certain stuff. Like I had right? sleep apnea for oh, a while. Yeah. I just wake up, <gasps> and then my brother in the bed next to me would just be dying laughing, like. <laughs> Like dying again. <laughs> I think. I think. Like as a kid, you almost accept things for what they are. Yeah. And you mm -hmm. almost think that they're normal. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like part of growing up or something. Yeah. Like I didn't. I don't think I had asthma, but I used to like have this like really like intense cough that I would get like every year, and yeah. I was just kind of used to it. So mm -hmm. I, I don't have that anymore. Yeah. I just used to get ear infections. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ear infections. 
You ever How? had one of those? No. It's basically just when your ear starts hurting really bad. Oh, because really? There's like there's fluid trapped inside there, and it and it gets like infected. Hmm. And some little kids are prone to it because the smaller your smaller ear cavity, um, if water gets in there, the surface tension of the water is enough to keep it in there. But for a larger cavity, the surface tension is not enough. Mm-hmm. So it's like a unique problem with kids. So I used to get those. That was pretty bad. Wow. I also remember having pink eye a handful of times. I used to have pink eye. Yeah. Mainly like when I was like in first grade. See, why do only kids get that? Because they don't wash their hands. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. And plus, they're eyes. like in so they school. Yeah. Plus, they're in school. <laughs> they just they're... pick anything they can. <laughs> Surrounded by lock. other germies. <laughs> yeah. I remember in fourth grade, we had the book fair. Oh, the book fair. Yeah. Those were awesome. And the Scholastic book fair. Yeah. I remember I was so excited for the book fair, right? Because they had like this one dinosaur book that had like a little like plastic tube with dinosaur toys and stuff. I wanted it so bad. Mm. And so I went to the, the three things that young boys base their personality on dinosaurs space trucks and oh. um, something else I yeah. don't know I think that's the three things I really wanted this book because it had like it had cool pictures of dinosaurs and it came with like a dinosaur toy and so I went to the book fair and I had money saved for that thing but I was like off by like 25 cents mm. and it was the last day of the school fair right or the, the book fair and I was so disappointed that I couldn't get this book fair or this, this book from the book fair and so that kind of ruined my day. I was just like not having it for the rest of the day because I was short 25 cents. And so I went through the day and then at the end of the day uh, my teacher, Mr. Heisman no, Miss Dupay at the time Miss Dupay, she's like, hey, uh, I think they want you in the library. I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So I go to the library I walk down the hallways and I go inside the library and the librarian teacher, she's like, hey, thanks for showing up. We uh, we have a little something for you. And then she pulls it's out. a quarter. <laughs> yeah. Well, in a little gift bag was the dinosaur book. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And she's like, take it. It's yours. You didn't have to pay for it? I didn't even have to pay for it. So you still had extra money. That's yeah. Awesome. You spend at a Yoohoo at little soda machine. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I used to like the book fairs. My parents used to hate them because they always would sell like books and then they would also sell like all these gimmicky toys. Yeah. That were like, yeah. yeah. With the weird erasers and stuff. Yeah. Yep. All that kind of crap. My parents hated it. Mine was They're, like a weird fighter robot. Those like pens with like the rubber end that you would squeeze and their eyeballs would bulge. Uh-huh. <laughs> or the pens that had multiple colors. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. 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 Or the stupid little PDAs. Oh yeah. Um, oh, PDAs. Yep. They would sell that. Or like the Guinness Book of World Re- Records. Yeah. 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 That people would just trash Ripley's <laughs> Believe It or Not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. People like kids would just like just draw stupid stuff on it all the time. Uh huh. Yeah. So those were hit and miss for me. I think I bought like Diary of a Wimpy Kid at those things. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Same. When but, we uh, lived in Maine, we didn't have like a movie theater nearby. But at the book fair, they'd have like books for the movie. Movies. And so it would take like six months for a movie to make it our way. So I remember Attack of the Clones came out. I got the book from the book fair, read the whole thing, like all the Star Wars movies, the Peter Jackson, King Kong. I bought the book oh, for snap. it, <laughs> read the whole book before the movie came out. It was a book where you'd have to read it. And then in the middle of the book were pictures like from the movie. Oh, so you'd yeah. have to like, quickly read it. Like, oh, I got to get to the pictures to see what's actually in the movie. Those are cool. Yeah. I like pretty those. Cool. That exists. I yeah. used to have, I used to have like, I think it was from Scholastic too. I had like this intermediate like chapter book that was um, the entire story of Anakin slash Darth Vader from his perspective. Mm-hmm. That's 
remember it being pretty cool. Yeah, I would always read stuff like that at like Barnes. And, like me and my dad would always go to Barnes and Noble and just like read something, read a magazine. Like he would get like a modern That's drummer. Cool. He would get like a modern drummer magazine, and I would just like read. I don't know. Can I tell him trash? Was it a thing at your school? Like kids would borrow toys. Mm-mm. Oh, I mean maybe, but like I was, in my school, wasn't like on that scene, yeah, every my, now and then. Yeah, like I would like my friends and I would would always like trade toys and stuff. Like I would give him a toy and he would give me a toy in return. And so like I traded like I had like a friend who was like super into Mario and I was super into Mario. And so I had all these Mario plushies. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, I'll trade you my Bowser plushie. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll give you my, uh, my Wario plushie. And so he gave me his Wario plushie and he gave it to me. And it was like, it was kind of like a creepy little doll thing. <laughs> and it was a, it was a Wario plushie, but he had this like sadistic smile, right? You know, Wario, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but like in plush form, it looked kind of disturbing. <laughs> But I was like kind of excited to have it. I was like, cool, like Wario m- plushie. And so I was like playing with it one night. My mom like comes in the room. She's like, what? Like, what is that? And I'm like, it's, it's Wario from Mario, his evil cousin. And she's like, I don't really like the way that looks. So then the next day I traded my Bowser back. He, he was trying to get rid of it on you. He, he's like, this thing's been haunting me for a while. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I've thrown it away three times. It just keeps showing, it just keeps showing back up. No one Toy Story. You know, it's funny how strict parents can be, though, with their kids. And they're like raising them at first, especially like for a First. Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. Yeah, like the oldest is yeah. always the most strict. Yeah. And then by the time they get to the youngest, they like literally don't care mm-hmm. one bit. <laughs> I've never experienced that. But you know, I think, um, I, I I don't think, I don't think that's like my parents are like less good now. They just have a better idea of what actually matters for yeah. raising a kid and what yeah. doesn't. You have to think they were kids when they have their first kid, you know? So they are trying to be as safe as and conservative as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then after they've been through a couple of kids, it's like, okay, we kind of know what works, what doesn't. Yeah. But you're kind of like the first child is the experiment. The beta test. Yeah. Yeah. I was always kind of like salty about my sister always getting like the good treatment and I was always getting the short end, you know, but I, it kind of makes sense, you know, girl and then a boy. Like it had to make sense, you know. My youngest brother got away with everything. All right. I'll allow you guys this opportunity. You can ask three questions. Any questions you want to know about me. Oh, man. That's amazing. We'll open it up for discussion. So what's your type? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the podcast off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that just picks up at the second question. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, joining in on our podcast. <laughs> That's That's been a lot of- <laughs> <laughs> we just like only air the his type part. Yeah. <laughs> There's it's like a two minute podcast. <laughs> 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 one time um, we were going to Disneyland and uh, this was in California and there's this one guy we were asking for directions to go to Disneyland and there was this um, Armenian man right there was this Armenian man who, who we were asking we're like how do you get to Disneyland from this point and he says okay you have to go 44 miles south <laughs> and then you take the 45 south and shoot Shoo-bidi-shoo, Mickey Moose. <laughs> That's awesome. That's the best reference ever. Shoo-bidi-shoo. Like, like, Mickey what, Moose. Like, what do you see? Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Were his directions accurate? <laughs> Actually, they were. Yeah. They were spot on. Yeah. South. South. Like south. How do you know it was 44 miles exactly? I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Just has a GPS From that location. Yeah. Yeah. That you randomly met. Him at. He has a GPS chip in his head. <laughs> 44 South. <laughs> <laughs>
He's like, <laughs> yeah. We were Christians 95 yeah. years before Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this has been fun. It's been good. I think we're done. <laughs> Aaron's decided. Aaron's out. That we are done. And by the time we edit this, there'll be like five minutes of yeah, usable right? audio. No, well, I think it'll it'll come out pretty good. Yeah. There's a couple things to edit. Well, thanks for coming to the One Rule Podcast uh, with your host Julian Roth and Aaron Zavala, guest starring Blake Lindsley. What? Gabe Collins, thanks for being on the show. Pleasure having you guys. You guys have a good night and a better tomorrow. Better tomorrow, better future, better me, better you, better all of us. Later, skaters. All right, peacing out. Peace.